Hello, my name is Janelle, and welcome to the Genuinely Janelle podcast. I believe everyone's stories, including my own, matters. Stories help me gain a better understanding of myself, the world, and connects me with other people. So I hope through the stories of my life and the conversations I have with others, you will one day find the confidence and courage in your voice to share your story. Now, let's hear a story. It feels so surreal that today is New Year's Eve because today is the last day of 2020 and tomorrow officially marks the beginning of a new year. It's my annual ritual to spend time in December to reflect upon my year so I can close certain chapters of my life and move forward into the new year with less baggage. In that way, I enter each new year with an open heart, open mind, and an open soul to accept what God has in store for me. So of course, for this last episode of 2020, I want to share with you all a recap of my year which includes my challenges, highlights, the biggest lesson I learned, and what I look forward to in the following year. In 2020, I experienced three main challenges. First, I had to quickly transition working on site to working from home. And when I say quickly, I mean quickly. I clearly remember traveling to South Carolina in March to visit my younger brother. And while I was there, the shelter in place order in California took effect. So the following day I arrived from San Diego, I literally had only a couple of hours to get all of my stuff that I was allowed to take because I can't bring certain files home. And then the next day I was working from home. It was such a difficult transition for me at first because as I mentioned before in previous podcast episodes, I like the physical barrier between home and work. I like being able to compartmentalize between home and work. So working from home uncomfortably blended my two worlds and I had to create a space at home to focus on work, reestablish boundaries within myself, and set boundaries among my family. The biggest challenge of working from home was honoring the boundaries that I set with my family. Although I did set boundaries with them, my mom in particular, God bless her soul, (laughs) didn't respect nor understood my boundaries for a couple of months because she had the impression that me working from home meant that I wasn't really working, which doesn't even make any sense. So it wasn't until I literally popped off on her, sorry mom, because I was so stressed that she realized I was actually serious about my boundaries. Second, one of my strength themes is in woo. Although I'm capable and enjoy being in solitude at times, I thrive more when I'm physically surrounded by people. So as the pandemic continued and the cases rose around the globe, especially in California, I chose to make the sacrifice of limiting whom and how many people I meet to hang out. In the earlier stages of the pandemic, I did hang out with my guy best friends, whether it be a group or one-on-one interaction. But as the pandemic continued, I made the decision for the sake of our health and my own mental well-being to not hang out as a group. And if they still wanted to do so, I wouldn't attend. I'm usually a down-ass person and I typically say yes to hanging out with people, so it was a challenge for me to say no or to cancel plans. Number three, the biggest challenge for me this year was not being able to see my family, specifically my grandpa and my younger brother, Jeremy. My grandpa has been in a post-acute facility for a couple of years already, and every weekend, my mom, aunties, sometimes my cousins, and I would visit my grandpa to feed him, talk to him, and give him some new shirts to wear. The last time I physically saw my grandpa was in March, before I left for my trip to South Carolina. My grandpa is the only grandparent in my family that is currently alive, and throughout the time of this pandemic, he contracted COVID-19 
twice, which was really scary for my family because we knew that if situations were to worsen, we wouldn't even be able to physically see him to give him our final goodbyes. As for my younger brother, the last time I saw him was in March. My mom and I visited my younger brother in South Carolina for about a week to celebrate him graduating from a part of his program. My mom and I had the intent to visit my brother again in September to celebrate him graduating from another part of his program, but due to the increase of cases of COVID-19, we unfortunately were unable to visit him. I always knew that in my younger brother's pursuit of the Navy, there would be a point in time where we would eventually not be able to see one another for long long periods of time, simply because he'd either be stationed in a completely different country or his work would demand so much of him that it would prevent him from seeing us. However, it breaks my heart knowing that if this virus was contained, maintained, or simply didn't even exist, I would have been able to see my brother multiple times throughout the year, and I probably would have been able to celebrate the holidays with him. My younger brother Jeremy is my best friend, and even though he sucks at replying to his text messages, he's someone that I can always turn to to talk to. So with my dominant love language as quality time and my love for my family, it was definitely a challenge for me not being able to see or spend quality time with them this year. I wouldn't necessarily say that 2020 was a horrible year for me because amidst the global pandemic and the challenges that arose from it, there were several highlights from this year. Number one, although I didn't initially enjoy working from home, I grew to appreciate it and its perks. The perks of working from home include being able to sleep in a little longer, saving mileage and money on gas, as well as spending more quality time with my dogs and my immediate family. Number two, I spent less money going out on adventures and eating out this year, which meant that I was able to allocate more money into my investments and savings. Number three, I finally transformed my dreams into reality in regards to cooking and gardening. I spent a lot of time this year learning how to cook Filipino dishes and I leased a garden plot in a community garden. Number four, I won a lot of giveaways. <laughs> a lot of it was luck, but I also want to thank my family and friends for letting me tag them in the comments to increase my chances of winning for certain giveaways. I really wasn't expecting to win so many giveaways this year, but thank you so much to my family and friends for your support. <laughs> Number five, I joined Deeply Rooted Collective, which is an amazing group of women who encourage, empower, and inspire one another to be our authentic selves. I attended Deeply Rooted Collective's first event in January pre-COVID and it's so heartwarming to know how much support we as women have for one another and to see these women transform their dreams into reality. We are literally a group of boss babes, queens, and overall just badass, unbothered women. And I'm so excited to see what 2021 has in store for us as a group and as individuals. Number six, I'm such a San Diegan at heart, and this year I gained more of an appreciation of my hometown through the community that came together amidst this pandemic to support one another and the naturesque adventures I've been on with my partner. I understand that not all cities are perfect because they never will be, but there is no doubt in my mind as to why San Diego is dubbed as America's finest city, and it's such a privilege to have lived here my entire life thus far. Number seven, my partner and I officially began our relationship in January, literally at the beginning of this year, and it's been such a great adventure and journey thus far. I want to save all the super romantic, simpy words intimately for my partner, but what I am willing to share on a public platform is how literally one of my best 
best highlights of this year is my relationship with my partner. I know my worth, so I know I'm complete on my own without a romantic partner. I do want to acknowledge how much of a bonus in life it has been to be able to be in a healthy relationship with someone who respects, loves, trusts, and understands me. With every experience that I have, there is almost always a lesson that I learn. On my website, I shared monthly life updates in which I include three lessons I learned in that respective month. So if you're interested in seeing all the lessons I learned in 2020, please feel free to check out my blog post on my website, www.janelleronquillo.com. In the year of fearless growth, the biggest lesson I learned is that similar to the way plants grow, in order for me to grow to my full potential, I must accept that I'll experience seasons of being planted in darkness where I need to ground myself in my roots, which are my values, remind myself that growth requires patience and time, and to not underestimate the season I'm in. A setback is just a setup for something greater. When I said that I'll experience seasons of being planted in darkness, I don't necessarily mean that 2020 was such a dark year for me. In my perspective, the darkness that I experienced was having to go through a period of life that is uncomfortable, unexpected, and feels dark because I wanted blessings and growth to happen so instantaneously. I realized it's necessary to experience those moments in order for me to fully bloom into the woman I'm meant to be. In the third episode of this podcast, I defined fearless growth as the bold, conscious decision to grow and flourish in life amidst all the bad, fear, uncertainty, and the excuses I could make. Yes, it sucked to start a new decade with a global pandemic, and it's unfortunate that it will continue into the next year. Yes, it sucks being a tad bit fearful every time I go outside because I don't want to contract COVID-19. Yes, it sucks not being able to travel. Yes, it sucks not being able to go to concerts, music festivals, and raves. Yes, it sucks not being able to see my friends or hang out with them physically. Yes, it sucks that Disneyland and California Adventure is closed and will probably be closed until 2022. However, Experiencing this global pandemic and surviving it, especially since I haven't contracted COVID-19 thus far, is truly a blessing. In 2020, I was expecting to travel abroad multiple times, spend my money on frivolous things, and continue making one power move after the other. However, experiencing this pandemic grounded me to realize that in 2020, I intended to go after things I wanted, not necessarily what I needed. And that truly the best power move I can ever make in my life is my internal growth. So as horrible as this year has been for so many people, I'm truly blessed and thankful that 2020 hasn't necessarily been a bad year for me. 2020 may not have been the year that I expected, but 2020 was definitely the year I realized I needed for me to return to myself, reground myself, and grow into the woman I'm meant to be. Tomorrow officially begins a new year, and if you've been following me along on my episodes or have known me within the past couple of years, you'll know that ever since 2019, I use words to set a vision for myself every year. 2019 was the year of power moves where I made the bold, conscious decision to choose myself and do what is going to positively enhance the different areas of my life. Emotional, environmental, financial, physical, professional, psychological, social, and spiritual. 2020 was the year of fearless growth, where I made the bold, conscious decision to grow and flourish in life amidst all the bad, fear, uncertainty, and the excuses I could make. 
After praying and journal writing for several months, I'm really happy to announce that 2021 will be my year of alignment and intentionality. I'll go into depth in next week's episode, the why behind my theme for 2021. But for now, all I can say is that after everything I experienced this year, I'm really excited to continue my process of growth and see what 2021 has in store for me. I initially didn't want to jinx that 2021 will be a great year. I realized that the pandemic will still continue into the new year and and bad things will eventually happen because I'm human and we're not exempt from experiencing struggles in this world. I realized that the only thing that could hold me back from manifesting a great year is myself. So I'm not going to be afraid and hold myself back from manifesting a great year. Despite the ongoing pandemic, I have faith that 2021 will be a great year for me. If you're listening to this episode and you don't feel like there is anything to be grateful for or proud of this year, I just want you to know that you simply being alive right now is more than enough. You survived an overwhelming rough ass year. I'm proud of you and I truly hope that 2021 is a better year for you. Thank you so much for allocating time in your day to listen to this episode. I look forward to sharing another story of mine in the next episode. Stay tuned and in the meantime, I hope you have a relaxing and productive day.